Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm going to share a few things um, and ideas of how you can celebrate the spring equinox. And then I also just want to have a brief conversation because I think it's a lot that we're going through right now. So I originally recorded an episode on Friday that is going to air on Tuesday, but now I'm recording this the day before it's going to go live tomorrow. And it just seems like it, I just need to give this pause and just need to give this some reflection. Um, obviously, uh, a lot has changed even since Friday in terms of what's going on, not only in the U.S., but globally, um, you know, with the coronavirus and the uncertainty of so many things. So for myself, my husband and I are both service-based businesses. Um, we can already feel the effects and I can only imagine if this goes on for much longer, um, the effects are going to be that much deeper to not only to ourselves, but to our collective world. I mean, this is going to, this is going to hurt, um, on many levels, you know, both in sickness and, um, you know, in cash flow for many people. So, and I don't say this to be a downer. I just say this to be real. Cause I think sometimes when we listen to the podcast, um, especially if they're recorded, you know, weeks, months before they actually air, um, you know, it can lose some of the stuff. It's like the real stuff, the grittiness that's going around, um, going on around the world. And I just wanted to come on and I don't necessarily have anything outlined. You know, I will share some ways in case you are interested in celebrating the spring equinox, um, which is actually going to be this Thursday, March 19th. Um, and, uh, before then I just, I do want to share, cause I do want to share this from a small business perspective and, um, you know, from friends of mine who have small businesses, just kind of the reality that we're seeing and um, the unknown future for for ourselves. So we kind of came to terms with this. I would say me and my husband um, once I would say the schools were canceled. So he has a after school program that he's been running for schools um, pretty much since he quit his job in October. And that's been his main source of income. So when the schools are shut, they obviously don't have the after school program going and that that's a loss um, of his income. Plus he just started his own business in January. And so that's just still getting off the ground. Um, and you know, I have my business, but my business, I have, you know, I probably lost half of my clients cause they either, um, also feel that financial pinch. Cause I do work with a lot of people who run their own business and, you know, they were like, I would really love to continue, but I, I can't. And I totally understand because I we're, I'm in the same boat, you know, me and my husband were like, we're, where are we going to have to cut, you know, anything that's just not essential right now? We're already at looking at cutting, not even potentially cutting, like we have to. So those are the little things that um, are going to be the trickle down effect that are going to affect the economy. And, um, and I think that sometimes you don't always see that depending on where you're at in the system. Some of you might be feeling it so hard already. And my heart already just bleeds for people who already, you know, they go to the grocery store each week because that is when the finances are there and they're coming and there's nothing in the grocery stores. You know, if there's no toilet paper or there's not the food that they need, you know, I had someone say that they ran into a family who was looking for rice, you know, because that is what their family ate is they eat rice and beans. And now with the kids home from school, they can't find enough rice to be able to feed their family. Um, you know, and those are just the disheartening things, um, that you hear and, my heart aches and I don't have any, um, I'm sorry, this isn't like super positive, but it is, you know, being real. And I think it's a lot of where we all are, you know, we all are feeling this and we are going to feel this. And, um, you know, really it, the virus hasn't necessarily even spread all the way through yet. Like they're predicting 
Hopefully they're wrong. Hopefully our social distancing and shutting everything down will help it not spread and will help us, you know, just stay safe. And, um, you know, we can be through this in a few weeks, you know, but I'm, I'm planning as a, as an entrepreneur, you have to, like, we're kind of forecasting out and, you know, okay, what if this is really bad? What if the kids don't go back to school now? You know, we're, we've lost all of that income from my husband's side of things. And will he be able to pay for rent for their gym? No, you know, because he can't take clients or small groups right now, potentially, because it's, it's a risk. Um, so where do you come up with that? You know, can he bring it online potentially, but then there's so many other people feeling the pinch of, I can only buy what I absolutely need right now. So then that squeezes out, um, you know, those little, the little things that you might be able to offer people. So again, that's just kind of where my headspace is, is like, how can I be helpful in this time? Um, you know, I just want to offer that I do have a YouTube channel. I've already got emails and thank you so much if you sent them to me, um, from people who are checking out my YouTube channel and thanking me, you know, for doing the work for it. So they have workouts to do, um, at home and I have some yoga that you can do at home. I have actual workouts that you can follow me. I have, I mean, hundreds of little videos, short clips and if you were putting together a workout program for yourself at home, I literally would go through those and maybe pick, you know, a few upper body exercises, a few lower body exercises, and just rely on that. It doesn't have to be fancy. If you have no equipment at home, that is literally one of my specialties. I have tons of videos of just body weight exercises. And when I did most of my recordings for my videos, I, I really um, emphasized having minimal to no weights involved just because I know so many people don't have um, a lot of equipment nor would I expect you to, you know, I have some that I am, you know, fortunate enough to have that were hand-me-downs for my in-laws. When they got a new weight set, they gave me some of theirs that they didn't need me longer. Otherwise I wouldn't have any um, dumbbells per se at my house. So we're all kind of making do the best we can. Um, things that you can kind of do for your health. Make sure that you are focusing on getting enough sleep. Um, make sure you are getting a workout or movement in. So what tends to happen is if we stay stagnant, things get stuck in our body, um, Ayurvedically speaking. So you want to make sure that you are moving, especially as we're approaching the spring season. And the spring season in Ayurveda is related to that kapha dosha. And the kapha dosha, the elements that they are made up of, or kapha is made up of, is water and earth. And so both of those are, those are big heavy stuck energies if you're not moving. So you want to make sure that you get yourself moving, um, whether it be a walk outside, you know, while we can, or, you know, in Minnesota, uh, the forecast isn't looking super great for the next 10 days. So on those days, you know, maybe can you walk around your house? You know, I've had clients who said they were just kind of jogging in place or, you know, running up and down their stairs, doing what they could just to get some movement and get some flow. And it doesn't have to be for a steady 30 minutes. It can just be like, Hey, five minutes. Let me just quick run up and down the stairs. Let me run in place. Um, let me do a few squats. Um, I have a client who likes to do planks while she puts stuff in the microwave um, before she has her lunch. Little things can really add up and just getting ourselves moving. Another thing to kind of be mindful of, um, you know, is just notice your time online. And I know I have to do this myself in social media land as well, because what tends to happen and what I'm seeing is there's a lot of contradictory information about what you should be doing and what you should be taking. And um, ultimately, those are not necessarily the, the solution for all or the solution for you. Um, for instance, I had listened to someone talking about, um, the Chinese were taking licorice as a supplement for the Corona disease or virus. And, um, actually she said black licorice. 
So she said licorice first and then she goes, oh, it must be black licorice. Now that's actually not, probably not true. I can't verify because I don't have that, the thing she was looking at, but um, most likely they were taking the licorice root. So it's an herb. It is not the licorice that you buy at the grocery stores. Now on top of that, she was telling the population to take this were people with high um, blood pressure, which is actually contraindicated. So if you have high blood pressure, you should not be taking licorice root. Like that one is a, even a quick Google search and that can tell you that. Um, I have a little bit of training in herbs, like not enough to call me, I can be a family herbalist, meaning I, I feel confident I can make some stuff for my family and um, give out the best for me, my husband and my son. But I do know, you know, licorice that is counter, counterintuitive to people with high blood pressure. Marshmallow, counterintuitive to people with heart arrhythmia, um, as I was going to start taking some of that, but then I personally have some heart arrhythmia um, stuff, so I can't take marshmallow root. So just little things like that, you got to make sure you do your research um, before you start taking any supplements that you're not familiar with or that your doctor did not prescribe or recommend, or you haven't talked to a trained herbalist. So don't just listen to someone um, online who might be reading that information. I think we all know that, but you know what? Sometimes in panic and sometimes when we get desperate, we just are clinging to any information that might be true. Um, and we are just hoping that this person is right. So I totally understand why it might sound like a great thing, but just really be mindful of where you're getting resources, um, and the information you're following. So all that being said, um, those are kind of the things that are, that are going on, that are going on in life, that are real, real talk. I just didn't feel like I could come on here and do, you know, my whole, um, spring equinox celebration, but I did want to give you ideas in case you're like, Hey, you know what? I could use a little break from all of the, um, just the dread kind of, and just the news and just getting stuck in a cycle. We just want some ways to uplift ourselves, maybe uplift. If you have kiddos at home and they're looking to do something, maybe you can do some of these activities and ideas that I'm going to suggest. So what, um, what you can do, you can plant some seeds. So if you don't have any, um, you don't feel the need to go out and buy some, that would not be something I would recommend, but this would be if you have them on hand. Um, like I have some leftover in my garage, you know, maybe my son and I will go out and we'll pot a plant or do something. Um, another idea is just to meditate. This I would recommend uh, meditation practice right now would be really, really beneficial to almost all of us. I know it can really um, feed up anxiety too. So if you're really overridden by it, but can also calm us down. So really paying attention to maybe you want a guided med meditation. Maybe you want to try some yoga nidra. Tracy Stanley has a really great free 21 day program. I would highly recommend. I think it starts on um, March 21st. So look at her stuff. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, she would be a really great follow um, as well. She has some great, just uplifting, uplifting thoughts on how we can just tune in because you know what? A lot of this is out of our control and um, she gives some great insight there. Other ideas that you can do on the equinox, soak up spring's warmth. So if it is nice outside, you know, in the Minnesota, when it's in the forties, Hey, that's a nice day for the springtime, you know, get outside, walk around a little bit. Um, you know, even if it's just in your yard, just get out to feel the sunshine. If it is a nice sunny day using floral scents. So maybe you burn a candle, you know, maybe you have a nice smelling candle you want to burn, or you have some incense or something just to kind of clear the space, especially if your windows have been closed and you've been stuck in your house for a week or so, you know, opening up a few windows just to kind of let some flow, let some breeze in, air out the house, um, you know, just be with nature. Because I think for me, for me, I know nature is very healing. And so just letting nature in however you can is a great idea. Going for a walk outside, um, maybe laying under a tree. So depending if you guys still have snow where you're at, or if it's a really nice day out, maybe you just want to lay under a tree and just 
lay in the earth, you know, and let Mama Gaia just hug you and love you and just lay there. Um, Mama Gaia is another term for, you know, Mother Nature. I just happened to call her Mama Gaia. You can take a bird watch. So maybe you just look out your window and you stare at the birds. Maybe you make a bird feeder, you have a bird feeder, and you see who's coming back, you know, who's flying back from the south. Um, you can have a picnic. So if it's nice out, maybe you want to do a picnic. My son and I, we have a little um, kids activity table in our upstairs part of our house. And so for us, our picnic sometimes is going up there. And that's a special treat because we don't usually eat up there. You know, it's a carpeted floor and it will be a mess if I let them eat up there all the time. But on a special occasion, you know, like a spring equinox to have something fun, you know, we might go upstairs and have a little picnic up on his little green table. Um, we can also have, I would say dye eggs, but I don't think now is a great time to dye eggs or use eggs for anything besides being eaten for just, just as precaution. I mean, you can still eat your dyed eggs, um, but most people don't like to, and depending on what dye you use, that can be kind of sketchy. So maybe save that for a different time. And then finally having an equinox feast. So your feast really, it can be, um, I'll give you some ideas, leafy greens that are in season dandelion and nettles, making a nettle soup. So nettles right now is a great thing to um, incorporate just for your immune boosting idea as well. Um, having lamb or game hen, personally, I don't eat either of those things, but hey, if you do, now could be a time to have those. Um, spring vegetables like asparagus. So if you do go out into the grocery stores, a lot of times those fresh vegetables are really sitting there right now. So, you know, go ahead and just grab some and you can always you know, if you want to learn how to can, or if you want to learn how to freeze vegetables too, there's tons of information about that um, online. Like I would go on Pinterest and just kind of search what you can see there. Cause you can definitely record a record. You can definitely um, save some of these vegetables that might be fresh that are just sitting there and potentially going to waste. The last few things that you can have for kind of a spring equinox menu, chocolate eggs, deviled eggs, and then hot cross buns. So I have more ideas on um, you know, a little bit more about incense, the crystals at this time of year, herbs, all of that stuff, um, and a few Ayurvedic practices. So I'll put that in the show notes um, if you want more information about what you can do on Thursday. Maybe you want to do a little lesson plan with kiddos. That's another great idea is how can you involve the kids in this? Because I think, you know, instead of just having, because I know it's a default for myself as well, it's like, okay, how can I... Um, you know, really craft something for me and Jalen. Now I'm in a different spot because Jalen's always home. He's not in a daycare or in preschool right now. So it is him at home always. But what I tend to do and um, what I do recommend is maybe if you can like look out on a Sunday and just kind of map out your week or what I do, I do kind of child-led learning. And so I ask him, what does he want to study? And sometimes it's like lions. Um, this week it happens to be cars. So we're diving into cars this week. Um, I have no idea what we're necessarily going to do, but that's part of the, part of the fun is, you know, you go on Pinterest, find what you can find crafts, find projects that you can do at home. Um, how can we incorporate like cars? He has a ton of little matchbox cars, but how can we play with those, you know, and me getting on the floor and playing with them too. So that's the way I'm kind of making do with this. And, um, yeah, yes. Like I'm thinking about all of you I'm thinking about, every single person. And, um, I know everyone is just really feeling it all across the globe. You know, I know it's not just a, a U.S. thing. This is all over the world. So please, please take care of yourselves. Take the time you need. Use this time to rest, check in with you the best you can. You know what? Even if you're like, Andrea, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for, you know, my next month's, um, rent or mortgage. 
I feel you. I feel you. But, uh, what I'm trying to do is just like, Hey, you know what? We're going to make the best of this. I can't control that. I really can't, you know, I'm going to be, I can't control what the market's going to do. I can't control any of that and how people react to things. I can just put out, um, you know, my work in a way that feels best for me. And so for me right now, I just feel like it's best to offer, um, support and, you know, making sure that people know I have free workouts. I have free stuff. So you don't have to feel like, um, you need to buy, but I also understanding that a lot of us small businesses do need people to buy at the same time. So it's that kind of like ebb and flow of like, I would love, sure. If you want to reach out and do a one-on-one, like just a one-off call with me. Awesome. Um, but I don't want to get in that, you know, I guess cycle. I don't know. That's my own mindset. You can just hear me talking through it. And I know any other business owner is probably going through that same thing of like, how, how are we going to make this work? So I feel ya. I feel ya. Well, again, before I keep rambling, thank you guys all so much. And again, I don't have the answers. I just know we'll get through this. Um, we'll get through this together, community come together, um, you know, support each other the best that we can try not to hoard things. Cause again, like we were one of the families who actually did need toilet paper. We were down to our last roll and I went to the store and there wasn't, I really had not many options. So I'm hoping what I have, cause I only got a small pack. We'll make it through. I don't even know. So it's stuff like that, that you just, you never know what family and the same with dish soap you guys, we are, there's no dish soap. We don't have a dishwasher. And usually there's a ton of, you know, dish soap there, but there's none. And I, I needed more, <laughs> like we were out. And so, you know, it's little things like that, that when you buy all that up, if you don't really need it, it hurts the people who actually do. And when they go to the store and they're overwhelmed by, wow, there's nothing here that that's hard. That's hard on us all. Okay. Now I'm done. Thank you guys so much and go out there and spread. We need it now more than ever your peaceful power.